Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. going on everyone this is the go long podcast brought to you by hamburg brewing company stop on in get yourself some ipas some stouts some sours um frosty the ipa always goes down smooth this time of year so definitely check out hbc and i i would think we're going to get some snow so it'll be a little festive here soon right now it's 60 degrees i was just telling you jim we just did all of our christmas shopping most of it pretty much in one day and it was really strange to be driving around and it's 60 degrees. You wear a t-shirt. It's nuts here in Buffalo. No, I'll take this. You know, this I'm good with this. You said I, I'm okay with no snow. I really am. But I know I'm not. I know. I'm kind of a corn like a Scrooge. Does yeah, that make I mean, it's me just Scrooge. Though? It, like, it does make you a Scrooge. It does. I don't. I don't want to be a Scrooge, but I, I just I'm good on snow. After Christmas, I'm done with it. But I don't know. There's something about <laughs> just something about yeah, it, you know. I got, Having yeah. kids now too, you're just ripping through all these Christmas movies and you know talking about Santa Claus. You want you want a little snow, no, you're right? You, know, you want it, but it, yeah. it's part of it. You're right. It's part of it. I guess I'm Scrooge. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Scrooge with Bill Murray? The Bill Murray one, yes. Good. It's very good. Yeah, how do you rank hey, your uh, Christmas movies? Let's start with that, Jim. Give me your top five Christmas movies. Oh, right I don't even, man. I, there's no way I have five. I'm not a big Christmas movie guy. I might be Scrooge. Really? You're like I Isaiah McKenzie, man. About, now that we're having this. Now that we're having this conversation. You're at, put. I don't want snow. I don't really have any Christmas movies. I guess you know. I don't know. Like. You're, Isaiah was basically saying he doesn't watch any Christmas movies or listen to any Christmas music. I'm like, what the hell, man? Like, you're missing out. You got to get um, in on it. Yeah, I, I, I like I like Christmas. I mean, I'm excited for my son. I'm excited to see, you know. You're pro-Christmas? You're not anti-Christmas? Okay. I'm not anti-Christmas, but I, might have, I may have some screws. I'm having a tough time. I can't back it up right now. Have you seen Christmas Vacation? Love Christmas Vacation. Okay. Good one. That cat, I'll put that out. Yes. We're very pro Muppets on this podcast, obviously. It's come up before. Solid Christmas movie. Okay. Michael Caine just hanging out with some puppets. Okay. Scrooge is up there. I mean, you got to go Rudolph. Rudolph is hilarious. Would you really watch it now? I mean, I mean some of the humor. Big, right. That's it. I like that one. I like the head elf, you know, who like teaches them how to sing their yes. songs. When he's just right, giving so it I to like, Hermie. All right, I'm feeling better. I'm feeling better. I like Rudolph. It's hilarious. He movies, just yells I, at him. He'll never fit in. Scrooge with Bill Murray and Christmas Vacation. I, 
those are good calls by you. That gets me in the spirit. I do like those movies. We'll get you in that spirit. We only got one week to go. So, you know, we should open with some Christmas music or something. Speak, I don't know how you transition from uh, the Christmas season and, yeah, you know, to it. gifts and Santa Claus and all this good stuff to, uh, to Urban Meyer. <laughs> Urban Meyer. Um, well, at least he can spend time with his family this Christmas. I, I would imagine, you know, he's got some work to do on that front after, uh, I mean, I guess you could say he fondled that girl at his own bar in Columbus. That, that's the video that didn't really make the rounds. The, the the video that made the rounds, obviously she's like grinding on him and he's like, Huck. there's another one that's way worse than that. That It kind of got squashed, but yeah, he, he felt up her backside a little bit. I don't know how he doesn't get fired right then. Like you look at that and you're done. See ya. Peace. He, I mean, any coach I've been around, their number one thing is, to their players, don't be a distraction. Every single thing Meyer did was a distraction. And it started with the ridiculous Tim Tebow thing this year. Like that was that was all a PR urban had to be an Urban Meyer PR. I mean, that was ridiculous. Like that really was an insult to I'm being serious. Like personnel departments, I guarantee you that Jacksonville personnel department won nothing to do with that. Um, the, uh, tight ends that are fighting to, to make a team right now that are, you know, good tight ends that were fighting to make practice squads. And that was a straight, yeah, I'm think about all those tight ends busting their ass out there that are actually good tight and, ends dying for a workout. Oh, it's just, I guess that that's the, the side of me. And I'm not upset with Tebow for doing it at all. No, I'm upset for them even entertaining it. Like it never had a, it was a, a straight PR stunt. Well, and then so you have me, the, uh, the strength coach, too, right? The strength coach. Why is he your hire? Strength. So you got strength coach, distraction, Tebow distraction. Like we haven't even got to the season yet. And right away, your distraction, distraction. Now, now you don't go back with the team. No coach has ever heard of that. I prompt, no, nobody does that. And then just the, I mean, he was distant. I mean, the way he looked on the sideline every single time. I, I, this is incredible that the Bills lost to this team. I mean, we're going to look back on this game. Maybe not. Maybe it won't matter. But yeah. this is the most poorly run team. I, I don't even, And they don't even play bad on defense. They're not yeah. like a complete. This team is, they're, they're, they are a coach away from not being bad. Like, they really are. Though they, they have stuff in place like they and they have a quarterback that has ability he has we haven't seen it but that job is going to be i'm glad you mentioned that you'll hack it Nathaniel hack it could could be uh get him with the qb get him with trevor you know i spent a little time around the jaguars uh, back in September, God, it was that long ago, uh, the week ahead of the season opener, we had the story on LaVisca Chenault. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Who, you know, hasn't really been much of a factor. I mean, he's got an unbelievable game. I, I feel like with the right coaching staff and the right offense, he could be he could be a force. But you, you could feel hope in the air in terms of personnel. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, we all saw what he did at Clemson. Um I, I know you were more skeptical than others on him, but the gifts he's, he has. He's got a long way. Right he's system, the he's right not offense. A, you can't tell me that in, in New England, for example, that he wouldn't be probably doing more than you Matt know, Jones. Doing. Hard. Okay, that's hard. It's tricky. I, Lawrence has not played. I don't want to blame Urban on everything with Lawrence, but he because he's missed a lot of throws when I watch these guys. Like throws, I'm like, really? Like, honestly – um, I would say he's been underwhelming. Hmm. Like Zach Wilson, same. Very, they, they both seem very um, far distant from like getting it, playing fast and, and understanding what they're seeing. Both of them, they, they just seem frantic. Both of them play frantic. It, it, but Davis, Mills been... has, Davis Mills has shown me more 
especially recently. Now, when he got thrown into the fire here in Buffalo in that awful weather, that was like, I almost don't even, you know, I don't know who could have survived, but Wilkie would have David Cully well Bowl. Well, we all remember it. Couldn't wait for him to get back. How can we forget? But I'm just telling you, Mills, when you study him recently, he he shows a little Mac Jones to him with decision-making, pocket awareness, accuracy, getting rid of the ball quickly. Like, I'm watching, I'm like, man, he he's further along than Zach Wilson and Trevor Lawrence. As far as just for a guy who was in the third, he's further along than both yeah. of them. I'm telling you. I'll, I'll admit, I anyway we got sidetracked. Yeah, I mean, sorry. I, I, I was just, wrong on Zach Wilson, though. It's worth noting. No, I, mean, I just I, I'm not saying I got on I'm that hype train late. And don't write them off, though, Tyler. I'm not writing these guys off yet. I'm just saying, for a rookie season, they all have a long way to go. All of them, like even Mac Jones has. He has. We need to see him play now, like to see where he's at in these big games. Let's but talk Justin about Urban Fields, Meyer. We can't, we can't get out yeah. of Urban Meyer quite yet. So this Urban, just... I mean, go away. Just leave us alone. <laughs> I, seriously, it's enough. It's, you've done it all. Like, you've done it all. It's Shit. hard to even look at. Like They wanted him. Ownership wanted Urban. Every place he leaves. like I mean, he's going to get a lot of money to walk away. Like, he doesn't really have to do anything for a while, probably. No ever just think about how he left Florida an atrocity of a hire but it's every place florida he left in a just a you know the shit storm was coming like let's go then he goes to ohio state he's part of the cover-up for that assistant coach i mean he harbored a murderer place. right aaron hernandez was there i mean in florida yeah I mean, that's when I was scouting those guys. I mean, I don't know if you could have predicted that, but did anybody? Yeah, um, I mean, real quick, did anybody have any inkling yeah. that th- this dude oh, is, is not a good dude back then? Aaron Hernandez. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I told the story on here. I may not have, but that that draft, we Coach Payton was trying to call um, Urban to get the final word because as the area scout, I could not find one person that signed off on him hernandez he and you never got the story it was just hey he lives a hard life like almost they felt bad for him i know we're going off on a tangent here but urban urban related urban never called sean payton back in that draft so we took jimmy graham we took he never called him back he never called him back and I, I I couldn't coach Payton's like nope we can't touch him then if we can't like we could not feel good we couldn't sign off on him like you just knew he lived a hard life but anyway and that's yeah, why it was, no that's a great yeah. point I mean that's why Sean Payton is Sean Payton I mean I'm working on this New York Giants story you know be at golongtd.com next week for subscribers holiday season good time to subscribe story will only be for subscribers a little little plug there a little marketing you know i gotta i gotta hire a marketing person it's it's and you got the go along gear on i love it but there's a draft selection that they made and without giving away too much he turned out to not be a good dude and the area scout let the team know this isn't a good dude and I heard it straight from the people who were around him the most. And then they, him, they hawed the head coach said, ah, you know, we do need some, we, do, we could use an asshole. We could use a dog. We kind of, and I get it. You know, you got to take some risks on personalities. Otherwise, you know, you've got choir boys, you know, out there yeah. playing a violent yeah. game. You got to take some, but the second time they went back to this guy's position coach, it was right by the draft, you know, right around the draft was right around the corner. And so at this position coach freaked a little bit. It was like, oh, wow, they, the Giants really might draft this guy. So then he, he kind of backed off. He kind of said, oh, you know, you get him in the right system, get him in the right culture, da, 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 da. And they drafted him, and it backfired. So good for Sean Payton to be like, oh, Urban Meyer didn't call me back on Aaron Hernandez. I ain't, I ain't bringing him in. That was Urban's, probably Urban's way of like, look, I'm just not – I'm not going to say no, but I'm not going to, you know, sit there and take the call. So. 
Anyway. Uh, Justin um, Herbert just scored. My dad's got him in fantasy. It's big so, time in fantasy, isn't that's it? What our, that's what our listeners want to know, right? So, yeah. Are you, do you play fantasy football, Jim? And we, we all know no, you gamble. I, never, I, never, I, I never could get into that. I, I like gambling too much. Yeah. Fancy so, Urban, final thoughts on Urban. Yeah. Is he, no, I'm good. I'm like, like, what's his next move? What does he do? Like, I hope. Let's just hope. Let's just hope that nobody – I mean, he was not even that good on Fox. Like, I don't even know how he had that job. Or ESPN, whatever he was with. I think he was with uh, – I think the last place was Fox. But anyway, get – just go away. Seriously, it's enough. To treat – I don't know. I'm just – it's enough with her. Somebody will hire him, though. I mean, it's going to happen. I, you know, I – nothing Desperation, would ever winning – you know, nothing would surprise me. How I will say just like in as, as, a, as somebody in sports media who, yeah, I mean, every, I love a good redemption story. We all love that narrative. We want, we want that, you know, I think all human beings want that. Um, it's just like, it, it's just a part of us. I, I would just hope that we don't see any more urban Meyer, you know, redemption stories. Because there's been a lot written, there's been a lot said, there's been quite a few TV specials. Like, let's not lionize this guy who's just, frankly, I mean, you, you hate to say somebody's a great person or a bad person. I think we have enough facts to determine that Urban Meyer isn't a good person. I'm so like, he's not. I mean, I don't know what else. I agree. You can't find it. You don't go back with your team and you're hitting on this college girl and feeling her up. And Marvin Jones, one of the most respected players in the league. You never hear about Right. You piss him off to that degree where he doesn't even want to return to the building per Tom Pelissero's report. I mean, we can go on and on and on, but like there's enough there to be like, if he's not a good person, you don't want him in your building. I, I don't care how good of a coach he is. I don't care if you're a division three school in it does, bum, you know what USA, like don't boards. hire him, but it will happen. Somebody will do it. And then that redemption. I think the, flat, the only thing we need from urban Meyer is to catch somebody, get video of him leaving the shopping cart in the parking lot. Oh, I guarantee you he does that. Oh, he absolutely does. I, you know, he probably takes it one step further. He probably doesn't just leave the cart. He probably does like a little, you know, Chuck Norris style sidekick into the opposite direction with the cart. (laughs) Do you remember, uh, speaking of etiquette, this is a good one. I'm going to drop a name. A Steeler, Todd Haley, I think he was. The Steelers, um, he was like an OC, I think. He was an inner, he might have even been a head coach for Cleveland. Since, I don't know. Todd Haley, though. Kansas City? I saw him at, yeah, Kansas City. Um, he was at a pro day. It was at LSU. And he was standing behind, you know, everybody's standing around watching the workouts. Strange. Um, but anyway, he was drinking a can of like Diet Coke. He put, he put it down like on the field, like on the practice field. It was in the indoor, and he just put it down and left it there, like for basically the student, you know, whoever the student workers were going to clean it up. And me and another another guy I worked with saw it, and we were like, "You got to be kidding me!" We were livid. I was like, "I'm done." I'm like that guy. That was just there's trash cans everywhere. Like he literally put it on the field. Like, it's unbelievable. I, I still, I don't know. I, that was a bad one. Anyway, I'm sorry, man. I'm we're all no, over, but please in, inject this podcast with as many of those stories as possible, Jim, because that tells you everything you really need to know about somebody. I'm sorry. I, I know, I know it's something ridiculous. small. I, I know I can't it's not, I you know, about that. And so, yeah, it just for some reason we were just talking about it. It's like, it just hit me. What wiring is in your brain to think? I will just set this trash down on the ground and somebody else will take care of it. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, too important. Like I can't, he, I can't be bothered. Yeah. I can't be bothered. With it was unbelievable. Games. 
that was just bad. Anybody else? Any other just? Um, you know, we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves with our uh, asshole of the week segment, but I think mine's good. That I'm, I have to go with that one. <laughs> um, I, 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 coaches in general, just you know, we've talked about it a little bit. They're just very. Um, not they've had they have a lot done for them i mean when you live that life i mean even we did too and Mm -hmm. when you live that life i mean you have a lot done for you um and you can become almost think that's how the real world operates it's just not football it's strange i'm just telling you it's strange to think like these guys get you get every meal every 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 single thing, you don't really have to think about anything but football. Mm-hmm. It, it's, they're a strange breed. I mean, we didn't even touch on the reason that he finally got canned in Jacksonville. The, it, 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 the Jaguars knew. It wasn't like it was, it was a foreign knowledge to no. the cons. Like, they knew that this happened because... Josh Lambeau, the kicker, reported it, but I mean, it's I think it was Stroud uh, down in Tampa Bay had the story. Everybody, check it out. Like he just kicked this kicker. Um, I don't know. That's that. That's a why. That that's Todd Haley multiplied by uh, an upteenth degree there. To, to think it's he can worse. just kick your players, just just that's kicking them. Hard to believe. You know, it, it's there's really no two sides to all, all of this it's they, they had to get rid of them it's terrible you know what the, the next thought that ran through my head though jim was okay so new england's playing indianapolis saturday and yeah. uh kenny moore for the colt slot corner was, yeah. was pretty pretty honest pretty opinionated yeah. when we chatted for that feature over the off season about how playing for the patriots made him depressed he hated it the the culture that bill belichick had and instilled there and how it trickled down to the position coaches he just he felt robotic and felt militaristic he couldn't be himself he had to get out of there he was in a dark 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 place and i'll link it in the post here and go along if you missed the story but i i get that but anyway that's not the first or the last time we've heard it i mean cassius marsh has been pretty outspoken we've heard some veterans uh once they get out of new england or they know players in New England say that guys just don't have fun there. But I feel like Bill Belichick has found this way. I don't know if any coach has found a way to bring like, like discipline and hard coaching to adults quite like him, because there are a lot of players who say, I loved it there. We won. He does have this other side to him. I can't see Bill Belichick hanging at a bar, feeling up college girls. I can't see Bill Belichick kicking one of his players. You know, I, I think he's hard on guys, but it's consistent. And I'm not going to, I'm not here to, you know, put Bill Belichick up on a pedestal. I'm just saying that he, no. there is a way to do what Urban Meyer thought he could do respectfully and win games. And yeah, you're going to piss some people off like Kenny Moore. He, you're 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 gonna piss people off. You're gonna rub people the wrong way. I get I get that, but there is a lane for um, if that's what your approach is. Like if you really think you have to be old school and coach hard and be disciplined, you don't think so? No, no, I'm with you. I there's that's what makes great coaches. They they know how to, you know. You can be hard on guys, but you know, making sure that you know that they know that you care about them. They just want to know that. That's all they ever want to know. You care about me? Let's go. And and, and, and college, me, are you going to put me in the right? Especially in the NFL, are you are you going to put me get the? And that's the other thing that players are going to respect about Belichick. He's going to get the most out of. Like, you're trying to go out there, even if it's on one year deal. Yeah. You're trying to show out. I'll go that. You know, he'll use me to my best. And he's got the baked in winning, the rings, it, you can't, the conference titles. You, the, you know, it's what else can you say? 
there's a reason that Matt Patricia goes to Detroit and he can't sell this to a team because nobody's going to buy it. You no. can't like, who the hell are you? You can't, you know, I'm not going to listen to you. Like but Bill Bell, but Bell Belichick has, has, it's almost like urban Meyer tried to walk into a new place with a new team. And yes. he, he thought that all these players in the locker room would, would look at his career in Florida and Ohio state, all of that and think, Oh, okay. This guy, this guy knows what he's talking about. He's a winner. I'll do whatever he says. Where do I jump? And, but, but they're, they're adults. They're not college kids. They have, they're a little more developed. Dude, our boy Manhurts is down there. We should, we should hit him up. Yeah, we should have him on. We should. I should text him. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even want to ask him. I wouldn't even want to put him in that spot. I mean, I would, but I don't. Hey, you have to. He probably has some good stories. They're going to come out, too. I mean, now that he's done, I, I would imagine yeah. that's just the tip of the iceberg, and we're going to hear more and more and more. But yeah, it, it, I think it just goes to show how hard it really is to, to, oh, I hate saying culture and foundation and all those words, but like, it's hard to, 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 to build a program and um, nobody. They just, it's Jacksonville just can't ever seem to like, they, they still haven't understood. You have to sync up the head coach and the GM have to be synced up. They have to start there. So Trent Balky's still there. If if they if if they like Trent, he should hire the head coach, and they should be and synced up. You got your quarterback, and that's my whole that's my whole formula for success: an owner who will spend, head coach, GM together, quarterback. Those four things. Jacksonville actually could get that if they let Balky hire the head coach. You like Balky? I don't know him that well. I respect what he's done. He did some really good things in San Fran. I'm just saying, they, whoever they need to give, well, unless they're giving the head coach, the you know, the new coach the power, then he mm -hmm. can pick a GM and get Balky out of there. But you can't force it. Yeah, you can't force it's, it. It's got to be defined. I mean, you operated in a world where those that hierarchy was not it. defined. I, I lived it. it it's. I wish I could tell every owner, look, I lived it. Just start this way, and I promise you, you're going to have a chance. Pick one. Who do you want to have the power? He hires the other. Get a quarterback. Done. Or, you know, you let the GM and the uh, the director of personnel, you know, lead a coaching search, make a recommendation <laughs> for somebody. You hire that person. That person then assumes a level of power and then they kick your ass out the door. And we talked about it and we talked about it. He did the right thing. If he didn't. I know, I know, I know. I'm just trying, I'm trying to get you going. It never works. I, no, it, it's so, it's amazing, but it was, hey, it was for the best. It really was. You're um, way too humble and you're way, yeah. No, but I can I, always tell who listens to this podcast and who doesn't. Like when your name and Whaley's name and they float on Twitter and, you know, Bills fans get angry. Oh, why, why would I listen to this guy? It's like, you know, sour grapes. Like, if you actually listen to this podcast, no it's me grapes. antagonizing you, trying to get you, you to be know, upset I, about it. And you're like, no, we should have been fired. They basically did exactly what we just said. The coach picked the G. That's fine. He got the power. Doug, Doug and I out the door. Bring in Bean. They have a relationship. Get your quarterback. They got him. It's set. The bills are set for success. Are they? I think they are. I do. I still believe in them. I believe in them this year still. Seven, I don't understand six, how. A little, little bit of a block. I don't know how to. I don't even know how to explain Lock jaw of a jam there. I really just believe in Josh Allen. And the defense. I believe in it. I think they still have a good formula for success in the playoffs. Hmm. You were pretty angry after that Patriots game. I was more angry after Tampa. I had them in the money line. If it, it was going to be every single bet I had, 
I went. I just thought the Bills were going to win that game. Let's talk about that game. So, twenty-four to three, we're texting. Neither one and of us can like, what we're seeing. You have Sean McDermott, stopped. you know, <laughs> kicking and punting and giving it to Matt Breed on fourth and two when he does go for that, it. That's been that has been yeah, that's been the takeaway. And then they turn it on, and then Josh. Well, I should say Josh Allen turns it on, and he's unbelievable. You know, he he. He suffers he's, the injury. He plays through it. He's he's running for 100 yards. He's throwing for 300 yards. He's putting the team on his back. It was, I think it was probably the best game that I've seen Josh Allen play. I, I really think that. You know, I know statistically he's had better games, and he's yeah, it's not about that. Just what he was throwing against against yeah. the quality team, and yeah, completely. That was completely no, you know, no given no. the circumstances. I think all that game did was make me get upset about the first half. Like, why so bad? Like, how can you have those two different halves? Like, you can't go from this. Like, it doesn't have to be a disaster. Yeah, maybe you're fighting through some things. But it was like, the Bills, that was a complete disaster in the first half. I think that Josh Allen probably drags the Bills into the postseason you know, on his back, some way, somehow. You look at the schedule. I know you're yeah, high on favorite. Carolina's defense, but I can't see no. Carolina winning this game. That offense is an embar- like an embarrassment. They are not even a. It's not even a functional offense right now. Yeah. They have some talent, but no, the quarterback situation is a disaster. So the Bills were pretty chipper out of that Tampa yeah. Bay loss. You know, watching those yeah, press conferences happy. from afar. It seemed happy. I'm watching Sean McDermott. I'm like, did they win the game? He was happy. The he was high, happiest I've seen. It. I agree. I agree. And look, I'm not. I don't mean to I, mock mock him because we've seen this. I will say that when Green Bay won the Super Bowl in 2010, they had a loss to New England with Matt Flynn as the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers had a concussion. They lost to New hmm. England. I think one of their linemen like yeah, returned a kick for a touch. It was crazy game. But they, they they played hard with Matt Flynn on the yeah, road in Foxborough. Yeah. And that loss in retrospect, players said, really is what propelled them. They just they won a couple games. They snuck in at 10 and 6. They got hot. They beat Philly. They beat Atlanta. They crushed Atlanta. They uh took down the Caleb Haney led Bears for Aaron Rodgers' wow. one NFC championship victory. Wow. And then they took down Pittsburgh in the Super Bowl. So it it you it can happen. Like, look, that Josh Allen is so freaking good. He can get hot, and the defense can at least I, you know, I, strap together a game plan against whoever they just, play. Just, I'm just with you. There, there's there's a lane here for the Bills for sure. It, that's that's a great way to say it. That's a great way to say it. It. It's weird to come away from like back-to-back losses like that and not feel like you're heading in the wrong direction, but it doesn't feel that way. Like it feels like, Hey, let's just, let's take care of these games and let's just keep, I can't, I can't can't take that long. I can't take that leap though. Still like I, that was such a bad first half and that was so bad. We've talked about where football is at. We're watching Chiefs Chargers right now, so we don't know what's going to happen. But you know, there there are teams in the AFC that do play with a level of violence that I don't think the Bills can match. Um, yeah, it might not matter, but we'll see. No, I hear you. It's it, it yeah, it it is it is a strange time though. I, I think that everybody was so excited here in Western New York for the Bills all season long. And then, you know, you lose to the Urban Meyer-led Jaguars. You get annihilated by the Colts. That Patriots game, the hype into that, it was probably the biggest, one of the biggest regular season games of the generation. And then you have this heartbreaking loss against the Bucks, And, you know, people are still pretty upset about the officiating. I'm sure you've heard that, Jim. I mean, I was too. I mean, that cost me some money. <laughs> but I don't like to blame things on the officials. But I thought that was very 
strange. The digs one didn't bother me that much. I like it. Like swallow your whistles at the end of the game. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's, you know what? It's tough. That call. I didn't like that the Rams got called for a flag against the Bills last year, right? I mean, that should have been a Ram. Right? Yeah. Let them play. Um, It comes down to the crew. But, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. They're they're in a weird place right now, and we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll see. I don't know if we'll get much clarity against Carolina, but no, no, you just want to get in and get out, get the win. In the get, NFC, get the Jim, does does anything stand out? Is there a game you're looking at? Is there a team that you're really watching closely? Is there a trend that is striking you as something in the that NFC? We should all be paying attention to. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get into the NFC a little bit. No, I, I'm fascinated with the health of Dallas. Like, is Dak has to be helped. That that Dallas team, that offense, I, when they are all healthy, is something I want to see in the playoffs. Because I think Dak has that drive in him. Like, like I said, I would love to see Dak and Aaron Rodgers in the NFC Championship. That's that's the game I want to see. But yeah, Micah it's, Parsons it's, is. A beast. I mean, it's awesome watching him. Harris, I know. Amazing. Harrisburg, PA. Definitely defensive rookie of the year. Maybe defensive player of the year. I know yeah, uh, ESPN was pushing MVP. I won't go that far, but I don't know he, about that. He took that game over. I mean, he was, you know, it's really tough with Michael Parsons. You can put him anywhere. Like it's not like he's just rushing off the edge. He's not just an interior guy. He moves all over the place. You can't really adjust your protection no. and send extra bodies toward him because he's constantly on the move. He's a legit star. He's a player he that every coordinator, every he offense is. has to account for. He's miles. He's like he, he makes that defense different alone him, him himself. But it's like I, I don't know. I don't know if that was answering your question. Um, I was just thinking about the NFC. I, I just I don't know these teams that um, in the AFC. I mean, I still that's what I'm saying. I still think the Bills have a shot. Like they beat the Chiefs. The Chiefs are loaded. Like I don't know. All right, here's a question then. I mean, yeah, we might as well bring it back to the Bills. We've got we've got a lot of a lot of Buffalo listeners here, and it speaks to a larger point. So Josh Allen's a top five, maybe a top three quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. He has a head coach. Like he he Sean McDermott's been at it four years. He's not changing. We yeah. know the kind of game he wants to coach. He's gonna be passive. He's going to be um, ball control. I mean, not, not, that's a bad term, you know, because they don't run the ball at all. And that's part of the problem. They have a team built to throw it all yeah. over the place with Josh Allen, and they have a coach who wants to bring it back to 1994. But he, he still wants to play that field position game, Sean McDermott. He, he still wants to try to pin teams inside the 20 when they're going to get those yards back in two plays. Yeah. I mean, I, I get it. Like maybe you can make the case that this team fought for Sean McDermott in the second half. Like they, they played hard. They came back like they, when they punted there in the second half, I forget. I think it was, was it 24 to 10 at that point? Yeah. They punted right around midfield. Mm-hmm. You let the Tampa Bay Buccaneers bleed six minutes off the clock and kick a field goal. Like you have Josh Allen, you have a special talent and you choose not to unleash him and try to get him as many possessions as possible to win you the game. You could make the case that instead of kicking the field goal to force overtime, that you should go for it on that fourth down at the end of regulation. Like I I, I didn't go that far myself, but you could say that like you should, maybe you should, he's that talented. And you have a coach that is one thing you just said, hand the ball, let this guy take your team. To where it needs to go he's ready to yeah. do it he's ready he, he is and I, I i get it brian dayball's calling the plays but i feel like sean mcdermott has more of a grip on how a game is played it's... for those three hours than anybody 
you know, it just comes back to, uh, and we've brought up the Seahawks from time to time. Pete Carroll is going to go down as a very good coach, a Super Bowl champion, all of these things. They won a Super Bowl with a Legion of Boom and Marshawn Lynch and a young Russell Wilson. And then when Russell Wilson became a star, Pete Carroll still tried to play this ball control kind of game. He didn't yeah. just he didn't just take full advantage of the no. talent that he had at quarterback. And and Russell Wilson's going to go down as a great. He'll he's going to leave Seattle probably this offseason. And we're all going to wonder what could have been if he had a head coach who didn't coach scared. In that Tampa game, I thought that he was coaching Sean McDermott. Mm-hmm. Scared. When you've got the baddest dude on the field and Josh Allen, you shouldn't coach scared. Go for it. Right? Like, do it. This is your chance. Yeah, this is your chance. I thought they turned that corner. Last, they, they, they were going for it last season when they were front running and beating teams by 30. They weren't afraid. For whatever reason, it's just kind of like, I feel like that permeates through every pore of your organization, of your team. Like players want you to go for it at Kansas city, AFC championship game, 21 to nine, you drive down the field, end of the first half, go for it. Just do it. Don't be afraid. Well, so and as long, I, as, long as he's the coach, I don't know if they're going to get over the hump. I don't see him change. That's what I was going to say. This is, I guess this will define him to you anyway. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got it. It's you have, this is your window. Like not getting, you get, you got to get to the AFC championship. I mean, you know, I really feel that way. This is the window. It's open right now. This this is it. They haven't drafted well. They're going to have to start drafting a lot better to compete and for championships now because you can't sign everything guys. Is, everything's fit. Everything's fixable, manageable because you have the quarterback. Everything else mm-hmm. is do. Everything else can get right. I wonder what right. happens I with Stefan to Diggs too. Like Diggs is going to want more money soon. Yeah. But it, right now they've got the team they've got a team that can win it all and why oh, so why are you coaching no. this way why are you coaching this yeah. way if you're Sean? like okay you're 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 chalking this up as a like, moral victory great well once again he's gonna come back at this saying we had chances to win at the end do you agree with that no i just always try to think like just like against the Patriots. Uh, we only gave up 14 points. Yeah, that but, you know, if you took away that Damian Harris 70-yard yeah. touchdown, you know, if you just just take that play away, you know, when Tremaine Edmonds know, was it's... in no man's land. And then if you just take that Leonard Fournette touchdown away when he was in no man's land, again, then how many plays are we just going to take away here? No, it's time. I mean, it's. I can't believe I'm still believing in this team, but for some reason, I don't know. I guess it's the quarterback. It just has me. I'm he with is, you. Like I, I'm, I know I feel like so a pessimist, special. but he's, he is. Really he, is. Special. he is really special. Tom Brady will probably his be MVP, but Josh Allen was a better quarterback, right? Like, oh, his. I mean, he's everything you could. I can't believe how good he is. Like. I think that's why it's like, come on, let's go. Let's let's just let's make a run at this. Yeah. Who was the MVP of the league too? Who's it gonna be? Who do you think it should be? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. I don't I just think he is so much better than everybody else. It's not even funny. Like I don't even think anybody's even close to as good as him this year. He is playing. He to me, he is playing that special. I, I, I'm, I just can't get over how easy he throws the ball. In the hardest, like he can play in any weather. He can do every. Like I don't know. There's just nothing. I, I think he should be MVP. Are you 
you know, I, I, I was listening to uh, Michael Lombardi on Mad Dog today. I don't know if you ran, ran across him. He's a, a fountain of knowledge. He's had, he's got a lot Mike's of experience. On, um, yeah, he's in the he's on that Visa network. He's in that gambling world a little bit. So I hear him sometimes. You know, I, I when I hear Aaron Rodgers has been incredible. He's his numbers speak for themselves. No, that's just who I that's who I would go. I mean, but I feel like a lot of times you, it comes at the expense of what's around him and like that take kind of baked into the take is a disparagement of Rasul Douglas, you know, getting a pick six, AJ Dillon running people over, Alan Lazard having the game he just had. Um, a third string left tackle, Josh Neisman, you know, stepping up and surviving. I, I feel like that they can play different ways. Like, I, you know, he, he could be the MVP. I, I wouldn't have a problem with that, but like, no, and I'm not going to sit I, there and say, I'm just, yeah. I, I feel what like there's think? a, there's a team or I, what I love about green Bay is this, they can play two different styles. Like, I think a lot of people here in Buffalo are saying, Oh, okay. So, you know, people like us talking about old school football and kicking ass and, you know, running people over with a ground game. Oh, you want to do that? Well, how can you do that when you've got a Josh? Well, look, look at green Bay. They could play both they, ways when they, against Chicago, defense, they spread it out and they threw it all over Bay's and they burn them through the air. Yeah, they are. But if they need to, they'll just give it to AJ Dillon yeah. 20 times and he'll run you over when it's 10 degrees out. So they, you can do both like you can, and they're doing it with linemen, a lot of second stringers, a third stringer. They're, they're doing it with not studs. It's not like a team like the bills need to go out and draft hog mollies in the first and second round. Like it's a temperament. And that's what makes me Yeah. <laughs> Green Bay can, can play either game and that's what makes them dangerous but tampa bay oh, can I, too tampa can too i agree. agree i think that's why they're inevitably going to face in the nfc championship game i don't think the rams can play that kind of game if, if the if somebody drags that? the rams in the back dallas? dallas can but i can't get past mike mccarthy i mean you know me i i think he will cost them at some point he'll guarantee another victory in this time will cost them or something tampa green bay and now it'll be in Green Bay again. You know, it's not going to face Tom Brady. He won there at Lambeau last no. year. They've got no. a better Fournette than they did then. Green Bay has a better Dylan than they had then. Oof. I love it. Go a long road trip when they play. You yeah. want to go out there? Bring Walter. I'll bring Ella and Sonny and Gina. And we'll just all, you know, throw back some Miller Lights and Bratwurst. What do you think? That's the only way to stay warm. Twist my arm. I'll do it. I'll, I'll try some way. I tell you what, man, it's the, 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 the people in Wisconsin are special. I, I can't say enough about it. Mm-mm. I loved living there the, those five years. You could go to a bar, Fox Harbor, Hagemeister Park, Washington Street, downtown Green Bay, and instantly just come away with five new friends. I mean, it just shirt off their back kind of people everything you'd expect yeah. is is true um and uh yeah i, I think I, I think they're gonna be happy and maybe aaron Rodgers is the mvp i, I think that's probably gonna be tom brady whether he yeah. deserves it or not that's fair i mean whatever i'm not gonna sit there and argue it i would just you know who the best player in the league might be though jim tj watt oh i wouldn't argue that either <sighs> I agree. Miles Garrett would be an argument for me too. Man, I mean, you watch a Steelers Watt, game and Watt ISO and on him. Garrett. Watt and Miles Garrett are unblockable. They're unblockable. Like they are changing games, those two. Which is unbelievable when, when you think of what a team can do offensively. I mean, they can send extra blockers at you and then. TJ Watt still finds a way to get to Lamar Jackson in that game and chase him all over the damn field. Amazing. Yes. All right. Well, I think that's good. What do you think, Jim? Yeah, we covered it. I think we covered it pretty well. Todd Haley. Leaving his trash for somebody else.
LSU Pro Day. Man. Well, everybody out there, you can uh, Apple, Spotify, however you listen to this podcast. We appreciate it. We love it. Thank you so much. We're going to have more stories cooking at golongtd.com next week. Like we said, the giant story will be up there. And we just, uh, we hope everybody out there has a fantastic Christmas. Rev up the Christmas movies. I don't care what Jim says. Get in the spirit. He doesn't want you to. He wants you to be miserable. I'm excited. He wants you to be a Scrooge. (laughs) I feel so bad. Do you have a song? Is there a Christmas song that you like? Is there one? Nothing? No. No, but I like Christmas, like Frank Sinatra Christmas. Not like All I Want for Christmas. Mariah Carey, mm. that. Yeah, Mariah's, Mariah's pretty classic. Pretty classic. We got Ella's got to dance for that song. She loves it. She slow really? motion. At the start. Oh, yeah, she gets low. She gets into the squat. Oh, so she's into it. Oh, yeah. You know, when it starts slow, and then when it kicks in, fast feet. She's got the fast feet working, and she's all over the place. Oh, yeah. Well, her she, mom was a dancer. Ella's going to be a dancer. So we're loving it. That's pretty cool. All right. Come on over to the house. We'll get you in the spirit. I feel like I am. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everyone.